Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 810 of the Juice Box Podcast. Wow, 810, huh? I'm excited to have Jenny back today for another installment of Defining Diabetes. And today, Jenny and I are going to define untethered. This will be the 46th installment of the Defining Diabetes series. It's a series that takes the time to define the terms that you use every day with diabetes. From fat and protein rise, to brittle diabetes, bolusing, and everything in between. Check out Defining Diabetes, short episodes that let you feel like you know what you're talking about. And bonus, after you listen, you will actually know what you're talking about. There are a number of different series within the podcast. So if you go to juiceboxpodcast.com to see a list of them, if you do it on a browser, you'll just see it at the top. And you, There it is, Defining Diabetes. You click on it. If you're on your phone, there's a little menu, like the three lines that say menu. Click on that. Then it shows you Defining Diabetes. There you will get a complete list of the episodes, as well as an online player, and links to a number of different popular podcast apps. And links to the other series, like Bold Beginnings, Thyroid Disease, Algorithm Pumping, Diabetes Variables, Ask Scott and Jenny, Mental Health, After Dark, and the Diabetes Pro Tip episodes. This show is sponsored today by the glucagon that my daughter carries, Gvoke Hypopen. Find out more at gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juice box. Today's podcast is also sponsored by InPen from Medtronic Diabetes. Get yourself an insulin pen that has much of the functionality of a pump at inpentoday.com. The last sponsor of the day is the Contour Next One blood glucose meter. This little blood glucose meter is the bomb. It's the best one I've ever used. I love it contournext.com forward slash juice box. Hi, Jenny. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Scott? Good. We are back together doing some more defining diabetes episodes. Awesome. And I am going to ask you to define something that I've never done before. <gasps> Ooh. What does it mean when people say they're pumping untethered? Oh, I guess there are probably a couple of different methods to that. One that I've seen used enough is they will take a basal injection, mm-hmm. right? Um, but they will reconnect to bolus with the precision of a pump. Remember that pumps can, you know, dose down to really, really tiny unit markers, whereas injections, I mean, the tiniest marker you can get is a half a unit. If you're really, really good, you can do a syringe and maybe get close to a quarter unit-ish. Right. Um, but pumps can get much lower than that. So many, I shouldn't say many, but some people who choose basal injected insulin and may reconnect to do a bolus. I've also seen it the other way where the basal actually is what the pump is doing. And then the boluses are either injections or um, the inhaled insulin, like a Frezza. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily, I don't think of that in the term of untethered though, because technically you are connected. Yeah. So 
there are a couple, I guess, ways to think about it. But in general, it's when you're using a basal and then reconnecting to bolus. So you're still using a pump, mm-hmm. but well, not for basal purpose. Well, thelancet.com, which is a, a reputable diabetes um, website. Great. Uh, cool. Yeah. Says yes. Uh, people with type 1 diabetes who use continuous Continuous subcutaneous, oh boy, continuous subcutaneous insulin infusion or pump therapy often remove their pump before extended periods of exercise because this approach might result in reduced glycemic control and increased risk of hypo- hyperglycemia and ketogenesis. We aim to assess the efficiency and safety of a hybrid approach. This is a paper they kind of wrote about it, in which the hmm. basal insulin delivery was divided between um, pump therapy and daily injection of insulin. Okay, well, so this is interesting. So, so this is this follows the one thing you said. So, I guess what happens is there's a whole kind of modern people. How do I mean this? People who use pumps modernly would not think, "Oh, I'll wear my pump and then take it off for hours and hours at a time." Right? No, it's kind of an older. Like it seems like one of those hybrid ideas, people who've been doing MDI forever, they've moved on to pumping, and then they're like, oh, I can't pump while I'm playing soccer, so I'll take this right. damn thing off and blah, blah, blah. So so you're, so you're the one thing you're talking about here is inject your basal insulin. Right. And then you have a tubed pump with a site that you disconnect Correct. the tube and connect it back in. Why would someone do that beyond exercise, swimming, or anything? Is there any real reason just not wanting to wear a pump or... Yes, not wanting to wear the pump, but like I said um, earlier, it's the idea that you get the precision and the calculation of IOB and everything using the pump for the bolus strategy Mm -hmm. um, is one of the reasons. And I honestly, I've only had a handful of people who've really chosen to do that method. Um, Sometimes there are good scenarios for doing that, such as... A diver, for example, or mm-hmm. you're going on a dive scuba type of, you know, vacation and you cannot, you cannot, you can't dive with a pump relative to pressure. Yeah. Um. So in that case, an untethered approach would be beneficial. You could take a basal insulin, you could keep your sight in and you could return, you know, back up to the surface and you could bolus as you needed to. Um. And then disconnect again because you've got basil in the background from the injection. Okay. The other thing this reminds me of is um, there are I don't I don't know if it's a specific person from a specific time period or if I've just seen this once in a while from all different places, but I have periodically seen people be scared of the idea of an insulin pump because mm-hmm. they think. What if it stops giving me my basal insulin? And I don't know. Like, that's one of the main fears. You you notice it that is. too, right? When people mm-hmm. come from MDI and they go to pumping, they say, but what if the thing, you know, it's the thing. What if the thing stops working? I won't get insulin and I'll be dead. At least I know when I inject my basal insulin, even if I it's forget there. my meals, this is there, right? So right. that's what it makes me think of. And I guess it would alleviate your concern if you had that concern. This is not something mm-hmm. you could do with an Omnipod, though. Or, or well, no. You you could... You could suspend the basal. You couldn't remove the pod, right. obviously. I mean, we all know that. But you could suspend 
um, for the length of time that the pod allows you to suspend. Or you could set a temp basal of zero mm-hmm. for a longer duration than you can actually suspend, um, which would essentially be the same idea. But you just have to remember to unsuspend or stop the temp basal of zero percent when you wanted to you know what i mean i do yeah um i'm just trying to think of other ways people might be doing this that i'm not aware of like what about people who have you ever seen somebody who has like a a big insulin need and they want to wear i don't know like would you is there any world where you would shoot basil and let your pump give you some at the same time i've Yes, with the women that I work with in pregnancy, sometimes insulin needs go up so significantly that the site often gets just oversaturated with the amount going in. You know, if you've got basal rates that are two units an hour plus and your boluses are going to be 15, 20, 25 units, depending on what your insulin to carb ratio is, Mm -hmm. you're talking super saturation of this this little tiny area underneath your skin. So not only do you end up needing to change the site a lot more frequently, um, you risk you risk sort of the right absorption underneath the skin as well in, in, in terms of time frame, right? So what we can do is with really large doses or need for insulin, you can downplay the basal at least by taking the basal in a larger chunk from a bolus of a basal acting insulin, leave a little bit of basal drip there and mainly use the site for boluses. Right. So inject the bulk of it, let the pump do a minor amount of it, and then use the pump for meals and corrections. Correct. Yeah. I've even had some women who've done that as well as potentially once the boluses get so large, Mm -hmm. they can tell that the absorption is just not right for the way that things normally worked. And so we'll say, okay, go ahead and use your rapid insulin um, as an injection for 50% of the bolus and give the other 50%, um, you know, in terms of um, the pump. But for most people, there's no... Like, I don't want people to listen to this and think, is this something I should be doing? I just want it to find so you know what it is. But this is not something most people will have a need to do, right? For the most part, should not be. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, this, by the way, this is interesting. The internet tells me, uh, essentially going untethered means making use of an insulin pump and taking long-acting insulin at the same time. This is just from a like a blog post, but it says the term was coined by endocrinologist and person with diabetes, Stephen Edelman. Did Steve come up with this? That's interesting. Is that a term? I that- may, I wonder if he came up with the term, kind of like John Walsh came up with the term of um, super bolus, yeah, right? That's what I mean. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I'm just it thinking could be. in the future, will somebody one day Google like crush it and catch it? It'll be like this term. And it'll be cool. you. And I'll be like, I did that. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, we covered this, yes? I'm thinking. Yes. All right, cool. Thank you very much. Absolutely. No problem. When you have diabetes and use insulin, low blood sugar can happen when you don't expect it. Gvoke Hypopen is a ready-to-use glucagon option that can treat very low blood sugar in adults and kids with diabetes ages 2 and above. Find out more. Go to gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juicebox. Gvoke shouldn't be used in patients with pheochromocytoma or insulinoma. Visit gvokeglucagon.com slash 
risk. If you're looking for an insulin pen that does more, you want the InPen from Medtronic Diabetes. Head to InPenToday.com forward slash juice box to find out all about the InPen. The InPen features a dosing calculator, active insulin remaining, glucose history, reports, activity logs, dose history, meal history, and it does it all on an app on your phone. Once you have that app and connect your continuous glucose monitor, here's what you're going to get from the InPen. A dosing calculator, active insulin remaining, glucose history, reports, activity log, dosing history, meal history, and like I said, connect your CGM and you're going to be able to see your current glucose levels right on the InPen app. InPenToday.com. It's where you head off to place your order. You can get it right from there. Or you can learn more about it or learn more about it and then order it. I don't care what you do. Just use my link. By the way, you may pay as little as $35 for the InPen. The offer is available to people with commercial insurance only. Terms and conditions apply. But head over because you could be one of those people who gets the InPen for $35. InPen requires a prescription and settings from your healthcare provider. You must use proper settings and follow the instructions as directed or you could experience higher low glucose levels. For more safety information, visit InPenToday.com. Next, I'm going to tell you about the Contour Next One blood glucose meter. The website is ContourNext.com forward slash juice box. I wish you could have just seen my face now. I typed it in as I was saying it and I had a typo and then nothing came up and I was like, I think I'm still doing business with Contour, but I was just a typo. Anyway, ContourNext.com forward slash juice box. And I want to thank Contour. They're back in 2023 as a long-term advertiser so that I can tell you about the Contour Next One again next year in 2023. But for now, in 2022, this is an easy-to-use website that has a ton of information on it. And the Contour Next One blood glucose meter is legit the best meter I've ever used. It's easy to handle, hold, use in the dark, use in the light. Test strips offer second-chance testing. It's remarkably accurate. And you can even buy it in cash if you want it. It could be cheaper in cash than it is through your insurance company. Find all of that out at contournext.com forward slash juice box. I know, but you know, nowadays some people are like, well, I have a CGM. It doesn't matter, but it really, really matters. And you deserve an accurate meter. Contournext.com forward slash juice box. Guys, it was a short episode today, but I want to thank you for listening. I also want to thank Jenny Smith and remind you that Jenny works at IntegratedDiabetes.com. If you'd like to hire her, she can help you with your diabetes. IntegratedDiabetes.com to find Jenny Smith. I hope you're enjoying the Defining Diabetes series. I find it to be one of the best, you know, just to hear these short conversations and leave with an understanding of a term that is going to come up over and over again in your life really, uh, I, I don't know. I'm a big fan of it. Anyway, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back again very soon with another episode of the Juice Box Podcast.